Hey everyone, welcome to the Withering Effect, episode 149. Today's date is July 3rd, 2022, and I am Duds Versus. Known to the rest of the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't finish you forgot the that. You forgot that part. I'm Jimbo, you may know me as Jimbo Slice 23 So what have you been up to the past couple weeks, Duds? Yeah, we took last week off. We had scheduling issues. Mm-hmm. So it was just easier to skip. So basically you guys get two weeks. Of what have we done this week? Yeah. Also, work issues got in the way. Yeah. There was, we had the AMA for our third birthday, and we all assumed Jimbo had fallen asleep when he got home from work. <laughs> yeah. That was the reason why we missed the recording of one of our shows last week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what the, I think something else came up. So we ended up with like, oh, let's just do it the next day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the whole work thing. I end up working 21 hours that day yep. with the AMA. So sorry I couldn't make it, by the way. I don't think anyone can fault you for working 21 hours and wanting to go home and rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like two hours away. So we got done at 11 or no, it was midnight. Oof. Almost midnight. And I had to drive a little over two hours to get home. I was so tired. Man, it was it was brutal. I bet. Yeah, uh, this week I put out my first Channel 64 episode. I built a barn in an oasis inside a grotto. A lot there. There's a lot there. I'm really happy with it. It wasn't what I had intended originally, but it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Did some exploring. The uh the ravine issue is still an issue. Can't go a couple hundred blocks without giant hole in the ground. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> Enchanting still sucks. And I think it's because early game, getting XP so slow, doing any kind of massive enchanting is just it's so bad. Yeah, see, I'm at this point where I, I would gear up and I keep dying. I keep losing my stuff. Yeah. I did it last night. You witnessed it. Yeah. And uh, I was curious... Because I'm going to have to enchant again, and I'm getting crappy enchantments as well. I'm thinking of converting my tools to netherite and then enchanting, because I heard a rumor that you could get better enchantments that way. Now, I've never tested it. It's not a rumor. It is true. Okay, so I'm going to try that before I enchant. Just change it to netherite. We do have villagers on the server, though some have been converted to zombies, and apparently they lock up their trade after converting them. Yeah, back to villagers. So our villagers are kind of, you know, in limbo in the air right now. <laughs> uh, another trick is if you're just trying to get quick temporary tools, gold tools have the highest enchantment chance out of all of them. I didn't know that. So you can get some good enchantments on gold tools if you just need some temporary fixes. Their efficiencies really, really well also. Yeah, they're super quick swinging tools. They do wear down really quick yep that's the only thing their durability isn't the best yeah i do golden boots because mm-hmm. you know piglins and another so that's my one like gold thing i wear to keep from getting attacked and i found i love it yeah durability goes down real quick but if you have mending on it a lot of the times you don't have to worry about it you just kind of get auto fixed when you're just playing around anyways so yeah but not, and the protection isn't too vast to where it is lower yeah it's not as great but 
it can't be t- too much to really matter. No. I'm guessing. Well, and especially once you get wings, you can just fly away from danger. Yeah, normally I'll put on my gold boots in the nether. Mm-hmm. That's what I do also. I use gold boots when I'm in the nether. But I usually switch them out. But you go the whole time with them. Yeah, I go the whole time with them. I, c- I can't be bothered to switch armor. Right. That's a, yeah. I always forget. I'm always like, oh, screw it. I'll just wear my. That's, I was always forgetting and I was always being attacked. So I just said forget it. Um, but other than that, we went in busting with Arrington and Jess. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I felt the, I was getting unlucky because I wasn't, I wasn't getting the tools and armor I normally get from an in raid. Yeah. Usually I can, I've got three or four backup sets of gear by the time I'm done with one in raid. And I was getting a lot of iron tools and armor, which felt underwhelming. Now, later in the night, it did pick up a bit, and I've got a couple pieces, but still no full sets of armor and tools like I used to get. That being said, the shulkers were fine. I got well over a stack of shulker shells, so I'm good with that. Didn't die on the trip, which is great. That is good. Me and you built something last night with the help of Casey. I don't know if we want to spoil it yet. My episode will be out before this episode airs, but I don't know about yours. I probably... It's not going to be in my, the one I'm editing right now, but I am editing one. It's uh, already planned on the ending of the episode, but it keeps changing. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> the more I do and I just keep dying, like, I, the end of my episode, I was just gotten, just gotten done with the end rating, and uh, I was going to show my loot. Well, mm-hmm. I've died, and uh, I showed my loot, and I did my outro, but I forgot to put on my shaders now when this season i plan on using the complimentary imagine uh shaders Mm -hmm. uh for the server in my videos and i forgot to put it on there so i was like okay i would just re-record it and i died and lost a bunch of that stuff so i kind of i'm like okay i gotta do it different but i still want to show the loot i had end rating i don't know the more i keep getting backed up i'll probably have to change the ending but i i don't think i'm gonna add that part until the next episode with uh, what we built. Yeah. Or tried to build. Well, I'll put this out there. In building said farm, deaths were had aplenty. Yes. And I had the stupidest death I've ever had before. I was on the upper AFK platform, just had gotten my dinner ready. I came back down to sit at my desk. I bumped my controller and my guy walked right off the edge. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just watched on the screen as my guy plummeted to the death. <laughs> it's like I survived the massacre that happened beforehand and then die on the AFK platform. <laughs> yeah. Uh typical duds. I only died once. I think uh Casey was with us. He ended up dying quite a few times. Four. Poor Casey. <laughs> you pulled him in there. He was he came he joined the server. Or logged on was like, oh, I think I'm gonna do some paths and stuff. Yeah, Casey had had no part in building the farm. I literally, Casey no. had logged on, and I was in town, and I went up to him and go, "Hey, Casey, you want to do something dumb?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, sure." And then he died. Yeah, full why not? <laughs> yeah, he died. He ended up losing some stuff. I lost everything I had mm-hmm. and my diamonds because they were in my inventory. Without spoiling any anything, I was in a bad spot. And mm-hmm. everything's gone. So everything. Yeah. So I got to go get diamonds again, which isn't too bad. And I did enough 
end rating to where I can probably gear up enough. I actually have all diamond gear. There you go. I'm still wearing iron stuff, so. Yeah, without even mining or crafting it, I was able to get some of this stuff. I did lose a fully enchanted elytra. Uh, Again, shouldn't be too hard. There's mending books and stuff like that. So not too worried about it, but it just, this is the third time. The third time I had to gear up. The first time I was in the nether, and uh, this is after going and raiding and having good stuff. I I didn't, did I have an elytra? No, I don't believe I had an elytra. I also had a flown, but I fell in lava. I was just hopping along the trail, and there's a hole. I didn't see it and fell into lava. And I was actually, <laughs> I wasn't losing much health, and I was uh, eating, and my health was going, I could have swam out, but <laughs> I didn't realize. I was in my inventory menu trying to eat, and I was, I was like, I had to press E real quick to get out of my inventory, and that, at that time, I was too late. I was sunk way too deep in the lava, and I ended up dying, so. Yeah. I didn't get to catch that on recording, so I'll share it with you guys here. Yeah, that was the, that was the first, not my first death, but first time I lost everything. I can't even remember my first death. Was my first death falling off the platform? No. No, my first death was to a drowned on day one. Mm, I died to the dragon. Or, yeah, he actually knocked me off a pillar. Nice. And I fell. Yet we went, not only did we go to the end, we fought the dragon on day one. And that was a that was a good time. There's plenty of videos out there. I'm not spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a good time. I was involved with that. And I ended up dying like three or four times. What's funny is uh, one time, my spawn was right at the end portal, so I was able to go right into the end as soon as I died. <laughs> at one time, I spawned, or I jumped in the end portal, and then walked right off the platform. Nice. I didn't have anything on me, but yeah, it was a pretty dumb death, I guess. <laughs> it's funny, though. I, I got that recorded. Can't wait to share it. Oh, dumb deaths are the best for content. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking about making a count. Well, no. I, there's a couple I didn't get filmed. I was keeping count on Ripple Season 2, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with that, but when you play off-camera, you know, you do die, and it's kind of hard to keep count. I guess you can always go to your stats. Yeah, not to mention all the times you want to kill you, uh, yourself to get the head. Right. Like, to get your player head, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, once you die once, it's like, you know, whatever. Yeah, once you get the first one out the way, it's like, all right, let's go. One after another. It's like a domino effect. It really is. Mm-hmm. I just keep thinking back to last night. Casey bit it once, and then it was just, like, all over for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just got to break the seal. But, yeah, I I did some end rating also twice. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I lost my stuff, I figured I, I can go to the end and probably get geared up a lot quicker. Because, like you said, chanting sucks. Yeah. So I did that couple times uh my birthday was last week june 23rd mm-hmm. happy birthday thank you a little late but you know we did get if you're in the discord you know it was mentioned that my birthday was coming up yeah you got some uh, happy birthday showers mm-hmm. yeah and that long work day pretty much all i wanted to share about my last couple weeks i am gonna be leaving tuesday what's that july 5th for a week yeah i'm going out of town be working out of town but that's for uh, it's six days actually. Be back on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Won't be on. Won't be able to play any Minecraft. Yeah, that's the worst part. That stinks. You kind of need the a laptop to take with you. 
Yeah, and then I don't know, like your recording quality. You, I guess you could try to record, but just to be on the server and not lose progress. Yeah, would be nice just to be able to join. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the big thing because you're you've already not been able to play a lot. Right. So you're already like behind. Well, I'm working really hard editing, and I'm making sure I have everything I want in this video the way I you know planned it, the way I see it. Mm -hmm. And it's going really well. I'm halfway done with it, and I, I pretty much know the rest of it. So once I do that, do my outro, get a thumbnail out there, and I should be able to release it. Hopefully I can get it released before I leave. But I got, what, two more days. It should be enough time, unless, you know, I got plans for something else. Yeah, everyone who does the record an entire episode before you edit any of it, I cannot do that. That's so hard for me. Before I sit down and play, well, I guess it's just, I have a folder for every episode. And when I start an episode, everything's in there. But when I record a clip, it shows up in a different folder. So that way, I sit down before even playing the game. I go, I'm playing the game today. I go into my recordings folder. I grab the last clip I recorded, bring it into the episode folder, put it in the timeline, get it nice and edited. So I know exactly where I left off, and then I can hop on and play. It's a really good idea. My editing takes less than 10 minutes at a time. Thing is, though, it's always episode one that gets me because I'm always doing so much. I'm uh -huh. always on for hours at a time. Yep. Just gearing up and getting everything settled in and stuff. So that's what's that's why I didn't do that. But normally I don't have separate folders, but normally I would edit as I go. So hopefully I can pick up the pace a little more after this episode. But this episode, I'm like I said, I, it's I, I want to do more of a cinematic look. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm, you know portraying i guess yeah all right should we hop into the news yeah yeah let's do it uh so minecraft had a release candidate number one they they, they pulled that back i wrote release candidate number two it's pre-release number two now you had yeah um but this is this is again bad communication by Modiang. they had a date for one nineteen one to go out, a full day pass without them releasing one nineteen one, and then they came out and said they're doing a pre-release number two. If it wasn't coming out that day, a tweet would have been nice or something to say, hey, not coming out, stop waiting, don't wait till the very next day to say something. That being said, I'm glad they have delayed it because um, it's not ready. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of issues. Right. Well, not a lot of issues, but quite a few I'm noticing. The big thing is the player reporting tool, because mm -hmm. that's scary as crap, especially nowadays when you have things like swatting able to be done. Like people can literally find your address and send the police to your house. Hmm. So getting them banned robotically off Minecraft is not out there in the way of thinking. And I think that's what a lot of people are worried, especially if you pay for your own server to be told what you can and cannot do on your own server. Seems wrong. Yeah. Yeah, if it's yours. Exactly. I mean, there's always, well, normally a set of rules mm -hmm. you have to abide by. You know, if uh, you break the rules, you'd get kicked. But now it's... Now you get banned. You know, people getting banned for these... Permanently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have put out an article addressing stuff with frequently asked questions like, 
what can you get banned from, what can't you get banned from. And the one thing I'm in, I get that makes me feel a little bit better is that all of this stuff will be looked at by a human, not a robot. Right. They're not actively watching everything we do. It's relying on a player to report. So there's that. I mean, there's there's definitely players out there that deserve bans. 100%. You know, that just go out there and wreck havoc wherever they go just to troll others. That's no fun. No. It's when you run into some jealous people who are like, uh, well, I'm going to take away your fun. Right. Those are the ones everyone should be worried about. I agree. And it's the fact that, again, if I pay for a server, I don't want people telling me how to run said server. Right. The other thing I wish they would address is the Allay AI. We've talked about this many times. The Allay are stupid. Yeah. They're downright dumb. Pathing. Yeah. Stay out of the lava. I have a lava farm in my starter house to fuel my furnaces. I had an Allay fly up to my window. So I opened my window. It flew into my house and directly went for the lava farm. Hmm. Like flew right up to it. And if I didn't have the safety blocks in place, it would have flown right into the lava and died. Yeah, that's another thing with flying mobs. You know, they're they're capable of going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, they can get in all these. And it's not a big mob either. It can fit in these small areas. Yeah. So it can easily get lost or, you know, find its way in these contraptions or lava areas that could possibly end it Uh, none of this is really in the bug fixes it's all about this chat tool i kind of feel like they're being put up to it from microsoft like this isn't one of their main priorities but somebody's coming out and saying it needs to be your priority Mm -hmm. so they're doing it i mean this game's been the biggest game in the world for years now Mm -hmm. and it hasn't had this tool and it's been fine so the fact that it's coming now is questionable yeah i mean there's always i mean you can kick people Mm -hmm. you can do that already you know that's usually works you know it works then there's you know whitelist if you don't want someone on there you just take them off the list yeah i don't know i could see something like this being used for the larger servers like high pixel and stuff like that yeah public but i bet they even have their own moderating tools that do, that does this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of public servers had these issues. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of it for the news. Uh, we will say a sad goodbye to Technoblade. We heard the news this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of us were big on his content or anything like that, but the outpouring of support from the Minecraft community shows just how much he was loved. So, Yeah, and... Uh... The sad part is he's, he was 23 years old. Yeah, so young. That's way too young. Yeah, that's so young. feel real bad because he was a big part of the Minecraft community for years. Everyone who played with him loved him. Yeah, they did, a, they did him a solid and put, his, put a crown on the sheep or the pig. The pig. I love that. Yeah, on the logo. I would love to get a dinner bone type Easter egg. Where if you rename a pig Technoblade, it puts the crown on. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be 100%. I think a lot of people would love that. Mm, I think I saw a tweet about that. That would be really cool. Such a huge part of the community. Yeah, I actually went through and watching old videos, you know, just just to see who this was. Because I, you know, 
I wasn't familiar with them. I remember we brought up long time ago, long time ago, there was a battle between Technoblade and Dream. Yep. You know, who was the best PvPer? And Technoblade won. You know, he beat Dream, and Dream was at the top of his game at the time. So, mm-hmm. just shows you how good he was at the game. I love the uh, So Long video. The final episode came out, and the fact that you realize he was repping all of his merchandise and stuff to help pay for family expenses and stuff. So great. Right. Worthy cause. Yeah, seemed like a genuinely, genuinely good dude. You kind of have to be to get that kind of love in the Minecraft community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not easy Mm-mm. to grow in Minecraft. Well, in the Minecraft community, they don't do well with uh, fakers. Right. To be genuinely that loved is awesome. Anyways, let's move into some happier news. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on the sadness too long. Yeah. Uh, we have listener comments. We got three of them. This one is from TNerd69. Do you guys think Optifine slash forward thing should be implemented into vanilla? Yes. Will it? No. Oh, it'd be so nice for any kind of performance mm-hmm. enhancing software to be involved with it, you know, not just Optifine. Well, and, see, and I'll say this. So Optifine used to be a performance booster. Mm-hmm. And lately they've come out and said, we have performance boosting stuff, but that's not our main focus. Sodium is supposed to be the true performance booster now. Mm-hmm. I'm running Sodium on channel 64. I am not getting a performance boost. Yeah, I, I felt like it. I had better performance with Optifine, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, Sodium's not bad. Sodium's not bad. You know, I bet it would help. Like, if I went to Vanilla without Sodium, I'm sure the performance would be worse. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I felt like I had a better time with Optifine. Yeah, right now, shaders are not an option for me. Running shaders with sodium, even the lightest of shaders, I dropped to 30 frames. Hmm. And I'm having these weird, like, render spikes is what I'm going to call them. I'll sit at 95 frames, all nice and good, and then I'll drop to 60, and then spike right back up to 90. And for half a second, you'd think that wouldn't be that bad, but it causes this jitter. And you'll see it in episode two. It happens quite a bit, and it's disconcerting. (laughs) It's like, it takes you out of it for a second. Yeah, it's not good. So OptiFine's close to being done. OptiFabric's the thing I'll have to wait on. Who knows when that happens, but I will definitely be switching back to OptiFine just to test it out to see which one is truly better for my setup. There are some people who are having great boosts with sodium. I used to have really good boosts with sodium. When sodium first came out, I switched to it and I used it on the exact same PC. This is the same one. But now it it's not working well. Yeah, mine seems to be okay with sodium. I did have some issues where I was losing a lot of frames, like four or five frames mm-hmm. a second. But then I realized I had my render distance up from end rating. It's always ideal yeah. to find end cities with render distance up. I've dropped mine down to 13. I used to keep it on like 18. I think mine's at 20. Yeah, mine's down to 13, and I'm, I'm struggling to get 100 frames. Hmm. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-mm. But yeah, it'd be nice to have, you know, Optifine involved with Vanilla mm-hmm. somehow. I want to say, it, like, Mojang actually did try to get Optifine at one point. Mm. But the deal was you implement everything, and Mojang didn't want to do that. They only wanted to implement what they wanted to implement. Oh. And that killed the deal. Yeah. So I'm going to stick up and say GG to the Optifine creators for doing that, saying all or nothing. Yeah, or else we wouldn't have. Yeah, their product's high-quality product. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, next question we have is from Catcraft 
games, right? Games, games. I'm going to assume it's games. It, it's spelled gams. Yeah, yeah G-A-M-Z, but Catcraft Games. This was from the Discord, so if you could let us know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Usually if we mess up a name, they let us know. <laughs> they ask, I just listened to your newest episode when you talked about forest rocks and there being bugs under them. And I had an idea, maybe you could craft a net, and if you saw these bugs under the rock, you could catch them, and then cook them, and eat them, or just keep them as pets. I don't know about eating bugs. Well, bugs are a delicacy in some countries. Not not my country, well. <laughs> you say that. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure. Maybe people love them, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I could eat bugs. Maybe I'm just thinking of the bad tasting bug. What would be a good tasting bug, though? I don't know. I don't know. I've never had any. I'm just going to stop there. I got to stop thinking about it. I just know people have eaten them and do eat them, and it's a delicacy in some places, so can't knock it till you try it. Have you seen the like the, the suckers with bugs in them? Yes. They're like scorpions or, mm-hmm. I don't know, just real exotic-looking bugs, and I'm like, who buys these? There's no way people eat these. If it's out there to sell, someone's going to buy it. Yeah, maybe for display. I couldn't imagine. Maybe it's like a, a what is it, a bet? Mm-hmm. Maybe you lost a bet and you got to eat it. I like the idea of being able to catch stuff like that, though. But instead of a net, I would use the bottle. Yeah. I would change the bottle to be a 3D texture instead of a 2D texture, kind of like the spyglass, how it was changed to a 3D texture. Okay, like a mason jar looking bottle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That way, whenever you get, like... Like, the bucket of fish or a bucket of tadpoles would look so much cooler if you could look into the bucket and see a little animation of something swimming around. Mm-hmm. So the idea of being able to catch bugs in a bottle, that'd be cool. Especially fireflies, when we were getting fireflies. Fireflies in a bottle as a light source was, like, my number one want in Minecraft for the longest time. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, the ability to set stuff down is something I really would like to, instead of having to constantly use item frames. What's weird is, like, we were going to get these fireflies, mm-hmm. and they're, what, two pixels big. Yeah. And then you have the bees that were <laughs> as big as a tree trunk, and then you got spiders, you know, that are huge. Bigger than you. Yeah, you have two bugs out there that are larger than normal. You can't even put them in a bucket, let alone a bottle. But normally, you know, in real life, <laughs> you could, you know, you could put them in jars or catch them with a net. But, yeah, Minecraft has weird weird size sizing i guess yeah they were they were gonna give us what was it the wood eating bugs termite termites mm-hmm. yes that's what i could see i mean and they were what, pixel big you know it's kind of like a little animation type of deal i don't know if those can be caught you know we didn't get much on them besides that they eat wood which could have been terrible right i think that's what killed that entire biome from being voted Mm-hmm. It's because no one wanted a bug that could eat wood, because wood is one of the most important building blocks in Minecraft. Yeah, you need wood somewhere, and that's another thing. Like, okay, they're going to eat wood, you know, most likely planks and logs. But what about your chests? Right. You know, those are made out of wood, just wood. So and then there goes all your items. And... I'd have to assume that you couldn't destroy the chests because even a fire can't destroy chests. They can. Mm-mm. Mm, didn't know that. I don't think so. I think you're right. Yeah, because in Woodland Mansions, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Someone will do the science. Yeah, it's a good question. That's something I think we should know. <laughs> I feel like we should know that. You could be right. 
Omni's sitting live in the chat. He's getting ready to tell us. I know he is. He knows the answer. Yeah, he's going to tell us. He knows. Omni knows. It, he stopped typing. <laughs> oh, he's like, I don't want these guys to think I know. Uh, he's like, I'm going to let you flounder. Yeah, he mentioned that nothing. Yeah, don't forget that the rule, the rule that nothing natural can destroy something that is player created. Termites wouldn't destroy wood chests, etc. That would go against the rules. Well, it does destroy wood, but maybe not player placed. Well, I don't think they had the player placed tag till more recently. Yeah, unless like people, you know, they have a build there and they're like, I want to take down this build, but I don't want to mine it. Let's just put some termites in there. You know, maybe it was for the player. Can do a uh, tree farm. It's run on termites. Yeah, maybe it drops as an item. Yes, Omni makes a good point. My point is people panicked against what they themselves invented about termites. That's the way it happens with every vote. Right. Every single vote. Because we don't have enough. You just assume. People fill in the blanks and it hurts. Like the LAs. <laughs> I voted for the LA. Kind of wish I didn't now that I know how dumb their AI is. Yeah, I'm sure the LA will be fixed though. Hopefully. Don't want to count my chickens. Uh, let's go to Bobo Plays Games 2, they say. I don't remember if you guys ever discussed this before, before, but I've always wanted bats to drop their wings and you can combine several of them together to make your Elytra look like bat wings. Your thoughts? Thoughts are bats dropping wings would give them some kind of purpose. Yeah, they do have cool looking wings. Yeah. The idea of changing the Elytra texture is great. I love being able to customize stuff like that. I've been wanting customized armor for a while, to the point that the last two seasons between Ripple Effect Season 4 and Channel 64 now, we play with invisible armor so we can show off our skins, because Minecraft armor is bleh. Mm -hmm. Everyone looks identical once you're fully geared up. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I'd love to have the Elytra look like different stuff, like dragon wings would be cool, phantom wings, bat wings, parrot wings. Even, you know, combining the feathers from the chickens. I was going to say chicken wing. <laughs> chicken wing. Oh, that would be great. I would love all of that. Mm -hmm. oh. But you would need the elytra originally to combine with. Yeah, you would need the elytra to combine. You could not craft an elytra. That game mechanic would stay the same. Yeah, or a chicken farm would be OP. <laughs> yeah, it would. The feathers. You would think like you could just make wings. Jimbo would love to have bee wings. Bee wings. Oh, great. Sure. I was just thinking, I, <laughs> I, I would make chicken wings and run around with a splash potion named buffalo sauce. Mm -mm. Oh, that, that made me laugh too hard. Barbecue. <laughs> Honey barbecue. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I'd love it. But thank you guys for those questions. Those questions and comments. Came from our Discord. It's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take Link's word for it. Hello there, miners and crafters. This is Link. Come and join me on the Withering Effect Discord. It's a great place to hang out with the people that work on the show and other fellow listeners like yourselves. The link is in the show notes. Join today and let's discuss the game we love. Thanks for the Discord ad link, and speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft folk. This week, and last week, we, we asked you to choose and discuss three items for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were flint and steel, boots, 
Golden Apple. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Flint and Steel. Yep. By a mile, actually. Flint and Steel had 29... <laughs> not even close. Yeah, not even close. 29 votes for Flint and Steel, 7 for Boots, and 8 for Golden Apple. He didn't even hit the double digits. Nope. So a few things on the Flint and Steel. Flint and Steel is a tool used to light fires. It is crafted with one iron ingot and one flint. When used on top of a solid, fully opaque block or on the sides of a flammable block, the flint and steel set fire on the surface on which it is used. It was used. Flint and steel have 64 uses. If used on a transparent block, such as glass, or an underwater block, does not start the fire but still consumes durability. Durability is also consumed if it is used on an already existing fire. So watch what you like, guys. Use up your flint and steel. Mm -hmm. Flint and steel can be used to ignite TNT and creepers and can also be used to light unlit campfires and candles and also commonly used to light nether portals. Very common. The tool can also have unbreaking, mending, and curse of vanishing, vanishing enchantments added to it. And that is all for the flint and steel. Yeah, so the first thing I want to fix is the texture. I've never liked the flint and steel texture. The fact that it's two items floating separately from each other, it, it feels weird. For those of you who don't know, the flint and steel is a C-shaped piece of steel with a flint rock, and that's the flint and steel. It's not, it's not one concisive object. But when you get flint and steel in real life or any kind of fire starter, they are two pieces that you rub together to create the spark. Mm -hmm. But they're usually tied together with like a rope or string. Even a chain would work. Mm -hmm. So I'd, I'd like that texture to be changed up just a little bit. Nothing huge. I might push my mending on this one because I have changed how it works and combine it with stuff. <laughs> so my thought is if you have a fire aspect sword, your sword doesn't immediately create fire whenever you hit some because that's the worst part about having a fire aspect sword is when you hit a mob with your sword who's too close they get set on fire then they hit you and set you on fire and now you just hurt yourself it, it's horrible mm -hmm. but if you have a fire aspect sword and you put your flint and steel in your offhand and you swing the sword it should light the sword itself on fire so now you can choose whether or not to have fire on your sword yeah I thought that could be really cool. Yeah, now you have to carry flint and steel around in your inventory and all that crap, but it's still cool. It'd be neat. Yeah. My next thought would be to combine with the lingering potions. How cool would it be if you could throw a splash potion uh, lingering or of any kind, and then you could flint and steal it, and the entire surface would just go up in flames? Mm. So not only are you throwing down a lingering potion that harms, but now you could light that up and turn it into flames. That's, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Again, that's kind of changing how potions and swords work compared to flint and steel. But I think it adds purpose to the flint and steel. And that's why I'm okay with it. I would like to be able to use it as a weapon. Like, I know you can light the block on the ground to where a mob could mm -hmm. run into it. But why not, you know, not just creepers. Any mob, yeah, hit them with the flint and steel and light them on fire. Like, I don't know why you couldn't do that. Yeah, I'm sure that rotten flesh goes up pretty quick. Yeah. I could see skeletons not being able to catch fire. <laughs> yeah, well, if you hit them with the flame bow. 
I, I know. They catch fire. Yeah. Maybe like mobs that are resistant to fire. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't hurt them. Like magma cubes or, you know, mobs of that caliber. Maybe normal skeletons can't catch fire, but if they're wearing armor, they can. Yeah. Yeah, something along those lines. They do have a bow that could catch fire. That's true. The bow could catch fire. Yeah, I always felt like you should be able to just use it as a weapon if you wanted. Be able to set fire to the world. Yep, anything. I'm just glad it doesn't, like, when a mob is on fire, it doesn't catch other things on fire. Just yes, the player. That's annoying, but if it were to, you know, catch the ground on fire or a tree next to it on fire... That'd be rough. We'd have a problem. We'd be talking about something else. You'd have a lot of problems every time it turned daytime. Yeah. You'd be putting out forest fires every morning. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's all I've got for mending Minecraft. I thought those were cool changes. Definitely could change the way combat works, which I'm kind of excited for. But should we move into the main topic? Uh, Yeah, I don't see anything on the Discord about Flint and Steel. I think they're just trolling us to see if we can fix it. <laughs> uh, so our main topic is going to come from a website called Sports Kita. And this is an actual older article. I say that. 17th of July, 2021. So it's a year old. Mm-hmm. But I came across this, and it was the top five best structures in Minecraft. So I had to read it. I had to see what they thought were the top five. We're going to go over what their top five is, and then we're going to put in our top five. Mm-hmm. And ours actually differ pretty good. So Yeah, me and Jimbo differ. I think all three of ours, including the article, though, have the same number one. Yeah. I will not say the number one. You will probably be able to guess what the number one is, but I won't say the article's number one since we're all going to have the same number one. Mm-hmm. Sports Kita, number five structure in Minecraft, a village. Yep. I guess that's kind of high up there. To me, that's too low for a village. Way too low. Same. There's villagers. Exactly. In a village. Right. You know, they have villagers there. The most OP things in the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe they forgot. <laughs> Maybe. Number four, the ruined portal. What? Wh- why? What? How is that better than a village? Well, you get a gold block out of it? Jeez. It's mainly putting it up that high for speedrun purposes. Mm-hmm. We're not speedrunners, so obviously this would go low on our list. And getting obsidian day one to me is not that hard either. Well, if they're saying you can mine a couple and then add to this portal. But really, if you mine one, why not mine the 10 you need? Right. You know, you're there. You're going to need some for an enchanting table, at least if you, you know, you're thinking about all that. Get what obsidian you need. You don't have to piece together this portal. Plus, you got to find one. You know, well, you can make one wherever you want, really. Mm-hmm. Number three, Bastion Remnant. It was relatively new when this article came out, so. It was. Yeah. It's a good structure. It's a cool structure in the nether. I did some exploring of some Bastion Remnants this weekend. The loot wasn't good enough. It was good loot. I will say that. I'm not dissing the loot so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the loot just wasn't good enough for me to put it this high up on the structure. I did get two ancient debris out of it, which is really nice. Yeah. But to be this high up on the list, mm-mm. Yeah. Number two, the Woodland Mansion. This one I, I'm 50-50 on. I don't think it should be this high, but it could definitely be on the top five. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a really cool structure, you know, and they're rare. I like a rare structure. 
And that's just it. It's high up on their list because it's a rare structure. They say it also has some of the best loot in the game, which I'm... No. No, not even close. No, not even close. All the good loot you can get from a Woodland Mansion, you can get in a raid farm, and you only need pillager outposts for those. Mm -hmm. You don't even really need outposts. You can do it on a patrol and just build your farm. By the time you get to this Woodland Mansion, you have everything this thing has for loot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like, By the time you get a map, unless you run into one early season... Yeah, unless you stumble. Yeah, like most of the time you're going to need a map to get here. By that time, you've probably got everything that this mansion has to offer. So it's nice. It it's nice to base in. Like it's a great structure. It really is. Yeah. To have you know put everything to you know to live in. Yeah. If you're on an SMP and you're more of an explorer slash PV player instead of a builder, it's a good structure for you to base in. You can clean the the characters out mm-hmm. and build a house in there. Not a lot of. Uh, changes you have to do to get a good good size base you could be like carl who just basically redesigned the entire thing mm-hmm. uh was it season two yeah did a good job with it mm-hmm. they do have a laze there now so that makes it a little bit more worth going there they do have a laze some yeah if there's a prison at the bottom i guess but not going into number one let's go into our list okay and remember these are personal yeah we're not the way we play might be different from other people. That's what I'm trying to say. We play different. Yeah, me and Jimbo play way differently. Yeah, like a lot of similarities between us, but mm-hmm. you can tell by looking at our list that we have a different play style. Or you can tell by num- my number five and your number four how different we are early game. Yeah, so you want me to start with my number five? Yeah, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is Piglin Bastions. Mm-hmm. Respectable. I, I enjoy the loot there. I like the challenge, mm-hmm. you know, of going in and out. This is something that you don't enjoy so much, you know, the, the uh, I don't know. <laughs> Risk of death. <laughs> chance of dying. Risk, yeah. Chance of dying, yeah. It's another way to say it. Yeah. I don't mind doing the chance if the loot is good enough. Right. And I feel the loot is good in Bastions, just not worth it especially early game if i'm all netherite it out not that big of a deal yeah you need a bow mm-hmm. go in there for one you need a bow the uh the piglin brutes are no joke no joke they will kill you at a couple hits you know sometimes one i got hit by one this weekend and it took me all the way down to three hearts yeah one hit so you definitely want to avoid them i i like the pig step pig step is awesome love the pig step that's where you get those that's what I was looking for. Usually when I see a bastion, I try to go in there to see what kind of loot there is because they do have good loot in certain rooms. So that's why I have them at my number five. My number five is Sunken Ship. They're really easy to raid early game and they have decent amount of materials for early game. A lot of iron in those ships. Emeralds. Emeralds. Um, I don't think you can find diamonds in there. No. Lapis. But you can find treasure maps, which has good loot in that also yeah that leads to another mm-hmm. looting opportunity is that a structure i think uh buried treasure is a structure okay so yeah that one structure leads to another structure mm-hmm. i guess you can count that with uh ocean ruins also can lead to buried treasure but you could also find crops and early game crops is huge if you can't find a village and stuff getting carrots potatoes mm-hmm. 
That's a great thing. Moss. Moss. Well, I don't think you can find moss in sunken ships anymore. No? I think they moved it just back to the lush caves. Anyways, they're pretty abundant. Yeah. In the lush clay. You get one moss block, you got... You got all you need. Infinite. Yeah, there's bamboo also. If you can't find a jungle, you can find those there. Yeah. So, sunken ship, early game, I like. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Mine number four are mine shafts. Mm-hmm. The main reason I like mine shafts, like the loot, the loot can be good. The loot can be crappy. But if you ever need rails, yep. there's a mine shaft. You know, you don't really have to craft those. If you find a mine shaft, you should get plenty of rails. Uh, you can find enchanted books. Any enchantment I think could be available in these besides like the swift sneak. And soul speed. Stuff like that. Soul speed. Yeah. But, you know, you can get enchanted books. You can find notch apples. There's a lot of good loot involved in mine shafts. And it's kind of a maze. Like you never know what's around the next corner. That's what I like about it also. Cave spider spawners. Though I hate the cave spiders. Mm -hmm. They always seem to get me. Like I can't ever. I don't know if I just can't aim good or whatever. You know, they're hopping around and everything. But uh, yeah, those are available to make farms out of. I think uh, mine mine shafts have a lot to them. Yeah. Cave spider spawners are rough, but I've honestly thought about putting a spawner grinder together for that just to get the string. Mm -hmm. It's not a super useful thing, but it could be nice to have. Yeah. Mine number four is a witch hut. And not so much for the structure. I think the structure's kind of crappy. Yeah. But the way they bring life to the swamp is nice. And the farm you can create out of it is huge. That's where a lot of my stuff kind of leads to is the farms you can create out of the structures. And a witch hut's definitely one of the tops. You can get gunpowder. You can get sticks. You can get redstone. It's a lot of good, useful stuff. And they've just gotten simpler to build over time. Yeah. Your witch hut last season was a box with zombie hoglins in it. Yep, that's it. And because they're zombie hoglins, whenever the witch throw potions of harming on them, it gives them more life. Mm-hmm. Win-win. Yeah, I, I, I really like witch huts. Yeah, I do agree. They do make great farms. You know, you get redstone, gunpowder, glowstone. Glowstone, yeah. Empty bottles. Empty bottles. If you need those. Sticks. Always good for fuel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you get some good drops out of there. I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I've ranked any of these on farming ability, mainly because you know you make one farm out of them, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But that is, they are valuable for that reason. And it's just how we look at the game differently, <laughs> right? It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. What's your number three? My number three is villages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. High up there, but not on top. Like we mentioned before, there's villagers in villages, and villagers have everything you need. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. have to really go far to get everything you need to be successful in the game. Like, villagers have these things. You know, you just got to take your time with them. Yes. And uh, not only that, you know, there's hay bales. Hay bales early game is a great source of food. Mm -hmm. Craft them down and make them into bread. What else are there? There are stations that you could possibly use. Yep. Bookshelves. Sometimes there's cows. Mm-hmm. Cats. You need cats for creeper farms. Mm-hmm. Well, you can turn it into an iron farm. Yep. I was just going to say the iron golems are there. Make them into farms. But yeah, villagers in villages. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not to mention what villagers bring to the trading game. Yeah. My number three is ocean monuments. 
I think the Ocean Monument is one of the coolest looking structures in the game. And it only got better with the aquatic update. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the mobs inside of it are really cool. And the fact that Dirt Prismarine's quickly grown on the list of favorite blocks. Yeah. Especially with how easy Ocean Monument farms are becoming nowadays. I do like that Dark Prismarine. Dark Prismarine's pretty beautiful. Not to mention Sea Lanterns are uh, the king of light sources still. Yeah. Sponges. Sponges. Sponges are huge. I will say every Ocean Monument I've rated has not had a sponge room. Yeah, I feel like they should have at least one. At least. Like, they're so rare, sponges. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like they need to unrare them. <laughs> well, and it's not like they have a ton of uses anyways. I don't know why they're so rare. Yeah, unless you're building underwater, you know, you're not even going to use them. Mm-hmm. I, I almost put Ocean Monument above Bastions at five, but uh, I enjoyed the loot inside the Bastions mm-hmm. more. But yeah, the the farm you can get out of the monument kit is a game changer. Uh, number, what am I at? Two. I'm at two. I'm at two right now. Mm-hmm. My number two is Nether Fortresses, mainly because I can't see it. Yeah, you were confused about that. Yeah, I I like Nether Fortresses. Yeah, they're dangerous. Like I said before, I like the thrill of these. They're random. You know, you never know what's around the next corner, unless you see. But there are wither skeletons there you can make farms out of blaze farms are available at the nether fortresses mm-hmm. and you need them to get to the end you know the blaze rods it's it's good to get to early game and uh there's diamonds there there's diamonds there's there's a lot of gold stuff which i don't really I'm not a big fan of what else is there saddles and uh nether warts you need nether warts also mm-hmm. pretty essential for the game yeah fortresses Though they can be scary, I I don't know. I enjoy them. I like the randomness. Okay. Uh, my number two is villages. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about how uh, OP villages can be on their own. I will say, Omni mentioned villages can be obtained in other ways, though. And this is true, but the easiest and most versatile way to work with it is a village itself. And nowadays, it's not too hard to find a village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I put it at number two. I did like the redesign they gave villages during the pillage and village update. They didn't make the buildings complex, but they they spruced them up a bit. Mm-hmm. I still, why don't we have swamp villages? People live in swamps. Yeah, that's not that's not out there. Let's get some swamp villages in here. In jungle villages. In some jungle villages. There's sparse jungles. Like they don't have to be in that deep, thick, right jungle, which could be very troublesome. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of mobs in those areas, but there's sparse jungles. It's a biome. Right. Put a village right in there. Could be cool. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool. And number one is the same through all three of us. We all agree on. The article, Jimbo, and I all agree on number one. You haven't guessed it yet. It is end cities. Yeah. Best loot in the game. Hoppy <laughs> said desert well. <laughs> yeah, end cities have shulkers, you know, which give you shulker shells. Mm-hmm. Elytra. Yep. Diamonds, diamond gear, you know, diamond armor, tools, whatever. Chorus fruit. It's got it all. Well, chorus fruit is on the islands. Yeah, but it's right next to the end city, so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's definitely the uh, the end game. Part of Minecraft. It's got some of those shulker boxes have revolutionized the game. Same with Elytras. I, I 
Though I will argue rockets revolutionized the game more than elytras. Mm -hmm. There were there were punch two bows and flight involved early, but rockets really made it mainstream. You can also get purper blocks from end cities. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful block right there. <laughs> end rods. Yeah, end rods. I love some end rods, especially now that it's got the gray base instead of the pink. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I like the randomness. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get ender chest there. I think that's the only place you can get an ender chest in the game. I think you're right. Naturally. I like the hunt for end cities. Yeah. It's so awesome when you come across one. Yep. It's exciting. You know, you're like, ooh, there's one. Yep. You just don't never know. Yeah. And then you, you look and wait for that ship to render in. <laughs> and yeah, they were a rarity the other night. Were they? Yeah. I even like seeing those cute little ones with the, it's got the one tower. On top of the entrance. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, look at it. <laughs> I gotta take a picture. It's just a baby. It's just a baby. But we didn't we didn't get to add the deep dark. Or the, what is it, ancient city? Right. None of us has been there yet. Mm -hmm. So, and honestly, you know, our top five, you know, it might not make that because of what we see is there. Yeah. Not too thrilled about the loot mm -mm. and uh, everything. Warden's cool. But it's, it's not enough for me to mm -hmm. head down there. Yeah, but until I've been there, I don't know. It might it might be in my top five. We'll see in the future. Omni, uh, yes, the article didn't have Deep Dark because it wasn't out when it was written, but we're talking about Jimbo and Isles. Mm -hmm. We didn't have the Deep Dark on there because we don't really care for the Deep Dark. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's any other structures that were added to this update. I should say Ancient City instead of Deep Dark, but yeah. Anyways, we are over time, so I think that's going to do it for today's show. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk-level patrons are Arrington, Omni, Bobo Plays Games, Croc, Fragile Rock, Casey Plays Games, and Loki. Oh, and Viper Studio. If you two would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash thewitheringeffect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, Rate and follow us so you never miss a future episode. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com. Tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. And the amazing music you hear throughout the show is created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have an awesome thing. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink some milk now. Bye. See you guys.